Hey guys, it's Adonis. I just wanted to jump in here before the episode to let you know that around the 24 minute mark, you might notice a slight shift in the audio quality. Um, so the reason for that is we recorded this episode in two parts on two separate occasions. And when we recorded the second part, um, we actually did that remotely, um, and it caused a weird, uh, sort of, um, effect on Bryce's audio. So that's why it sounds like he might be like talking to us over the phone or through a telephone. So, um, wanted to let you know so that you didn't think there was something wrong with the audio file or, you know, your speakers or your headphones. It's on us. Uh, we you know, would have liked to have been able to fix it, but unfortunately we weren't able to, uh, but I promise the quality of the conversation is just as good. It just might sound a little off. So, um, just wanted to let you guys know that. And, uh, I hope you enjoy the show. I'm Bryce. And I'm Adonis. This is Brood Podcast. Thank you for joining in. If you don't already know, we are three BFFs and we are always drinking coffee and chatting. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those times. This is. Uh, what are we drinking today, you might be asking? Are we? Uh, I didn't Bryce? ask that, though, Adonis. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, well. Uh, I'm still curious, though, now that yeah, you started yeah. talking about it. Um, Bryce and I recently signed up for this service called uh, Trade Coffee, where they send you, it's like a coffee subscription service, and they send you a uh, different roast every few weeks, or however frequently you want them to send. And uh, yeah, so they you take a little test on their website before you sign up, and so we've been receiving coffee for the last month or so. Um, so I have one that I just got last week. It's called uh, Kikapoo. It's from the Kikapoo Coffee Roasters, and it's their organic driftless blend. Uh, it's a cozy and balanced blend with notes of plum, toffee, and cocoa powder. And I'm just going to read their description off of their website. It says, it's a gentle cocoa sweetness and a graham cracker finish. Uh, this is the coffee you'd want to bring You'd want to bring home to mom. Uh, it is 83.5% sourced from Peru uh, with the 16.5% remaining sourced from Ecuador. Um, yeah, so let's get into a little bit of a, of a conversation about this coffee. I So I got this last week and I tried it last week when I got it and I didn't love it. I tried it via a French press. And I didn't love it. It just it it is it for me. It doesn't taste bad. It just doesn't really have a ton of flavor. And I think we've gotten into the habit of, or at least I've gotten into the habit of getting a little too excited for some of these notes and hints and things that they mm -hmm. tell us the coffee is going to taste like because I have yet to experience that. Um, so for me, yeah. it's it was very I won't say disappointing, but I was just expecting more. I guess it was um, it was hard to to drink uh, a little bit <laughs> but guess what we added salt yeah um because i guess the internet said that that kind of <laughs> balanced it out yeah. it tasted um like bitter right 
Mm -hmm. Um, Bitter is the word. And so I added like a pinch of salt and then some sugar, like normal amount, and cream, and then I could drink it. Normal is a very subjective word, Jen. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. This is a medium dark roast, and Jen, I think we've established the fact that you don't really care for dark roast. It's not your your roast. Yeah, I think it's confirmed. Yeah. Bryce, what about you? What'd you think about this coffee? I really wanted that graham cracker finish. <laughs> I know. I have had many a graham cracker uh. finished things, and they make me so happy, and this did not. <laughs> um, it was not uh, acidic. Like I said, the let's see, what was one of the ones we tried last time? I think it was the one I had brought over. Yeah, which was the, the Bowery. Uh, yeah, the Bowery blend, yeah. And I had said that that one is acidic. Well, this one's not. The Kikapu is not acidic, but it definitely was bitter. Uh, I added a pinch of salt. That was all I added to it, and it did help. Like, it took out the bitterness, but that's all it really did. I still didn't taste any flavors or anything. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, just basic cup of coffee, good for, yeah. you know, adding creamer, milk, or other things, too, which is yeah. perfect uh, just not what I'm looking for when I'm trying to coffee. Exactly. I think that's my problem because uh, I was excited for these flavors. But uh, when you're going through that test at the beginning of the, the trade coffee you know, subscription service, it asks, like, how much cream do you add to your coffee? And there's three different options. And I picked the middle option. So I think the website thinks that I put a lot of cream and sugar and flavorings and syrups and stuff mm-hmm. in my coffee. And I don't. But I like to have the option to. So I think that's where I'm like, because these coffees would taste like coffee even if you added cream or sugar to it, mm-hmm. which is what I th- what it thinks what I think it thinks that I want. But I I, I want to taste the flavor in the actual coffee. Now I don't want to have to add the flavor to it myself. So yeah, at least with that uh the Spy House the cherry lime one we had the other you know a bit ago that yeah was uh at least we taste all the flavors like you may not have enjoyed it but the yeah. flavors were there <laughs> for sure that is that is true for i sure. still enjoy it. every time i make it i enjoy it more you're and more you're gonna have to change your settings then. yeah i am gonna have to change my settings um and just a quick uh comment here they are not sponsoring us guys we just use the service and i have been liking it so far i just like the idea of a subscription-based coffee service yeah. because we're looking yeah, to try new awesome. coffees so you that's know but cool, they're not cool yeah. service and they use local roasters yeah, so absolutely but again, no, awesome. no sponsorship from them. We're but if they're out that. there, or if anyone <laughs> yeah. knows them. If anybody's listening from Drink Trade. Hit us hit up. Um, yeah, so Jen, we also posted some some questions on our social medias this weekend. Oh, yes. Talk okay, about the so, so the other day I went to Dutch Bros, and I got creme de menthe, uh-huh. and I got chocolate sauce, which is like a grasshopper drink. Mm-hmm. I love mint in coffee, mm-hmm. and I was just curious. I wanted to see what other people like in their coffee. No one said mint, but that's okay. Um, there was a lot of caramels and vanilla. Um, There's some ranch in there, too, I saw. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a serious post. I don't think... Uh... Yikes. Um, <laughs> there's a toffee nut and hazelnut. You know, that's Adonis's yeah, go-to. Those are my go-tos. Do you mix them or do you just pick I a used day? to. I used to get like a pump of toffee nut and a pump of hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only if I'm feeling a little adventurous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made a lady's drink and we were out of hazelnut. So I told her we only had toffee nut. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she picked like half and half, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And I wonder if her drink tasted like a lot different. They're very different flavors. I know they're both like nutty flavors, but they're very different. At least for people who drink them. I don't really know. like toffee nut. Really? I like ha- I like one pump of hazelnut with caramel and vanilla. Hazelnut is good. I just feel like hazelnut is a little basic. Oh. <laughs> um. Anyways. I like so, nuts. <laughs> somebody said frap. Okay, these don't count. You can't tell me drink types. Maybe just misunderstood kidding. your question. There are no wrong just answers, Dang. Jeez, I'm sorry to ever put that. Sorry that we're attacking you. <laughs> it was my friend, Joe. It's oh. fine. <laughs> if someone asked just for a frappuccino, what would you guys make? I'd be like, what do you want? Or they just drove away. What would you default to? You would default to caramel? Okay. Yes. That is like the most popular. Gotcha. Yeah. Isn't there a coffee frap though? Can't you just get like coffee flavored frappuccino? Yes. Isn't there a cookies and cream Which one? Is, yeah. There's. That's what I would default to if I was making really? frappuccinos. Yeah, that's the one I used to get when I started drinking frappuccinos. I was like 16, I mean, 17. That is, let that me was tell my you. Go-to. I guess not. I didn't mean like personally what you would default to. I mean, if someone, oh. like if one of your friends, was like, hey, can you No, up because a I default to it, I would. That's what you I would, would make because I love it really? so much. I think everyone should drink it. No, because <laughs> not everybody loves chocolate, but caramel is just sugar. It's true. What is what's chocolate? Is that not, is that no, not just sugar? Co- chocolate is chocolate. It's That's cacao. Also sugar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Caramel's bead, literally right? sugar. It's just, it's it's just yeah. like, okay, now I get what you're putting. Caramel yeah, is caramelized see? sugar, yeah. Yeah, and it goes sense. really well with coffee. Like it's just like a a a, a thing. I get what you're putting <laughs> down. It's yeah. sticking. Yeah. Um, get it? Because it's caramel. But yeah, not to not to like stereotype <laughs> people, but a lot of like boys get the chocolatey colors. I mean huh. the chocolatey flavors. <laughs> That's interesting. And the vanilla bean. They love vanilla bean. Oh yeah, I and used to get that. And they a love lot. white mochas. Oh, That's white chocolate mochas. Mm. Vanilla it, bean doesn't have coffee in it though, does it? Like a vanilla bean frappuccino is no, just No. But you can get a cafe like vanilla. A milkshake. Yeah. 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 Um and girls love Afro frappuccinos. I don't know, but that's just what I've learned of like yeah like trends yeah. yeah. But like basic people just get caramel frappuccinos. So, hmm. yeah. um, and then we got a really interesting one. No, buddy Adam threw out chicory, right? Yes, chicory. He said it's um like a New or- New Orleans tradition. Okay. Um, I guess he's found some. He's found a few places, but where where is he from? Because I don't know. Is he from Arizona? No, I think okay. he might be living out there right now. Because um, he's a co-worker. Oh, so I know him from cool, work. Cool. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I don't know where we could find that, but that would be interesting. Because um, the way he's... Okay, so th- I'm not entirely sure, but the way that I see it is like it might come from so it's a plant with similar taste to coffee so it might come to something related or grown around coffee i'm not entirely sure because i like know that like the cascara flavoring is that the fruit on the outside of the coffee bean because coffee grows on trees that is so crazy according to google it says ground chicory root tastes quite Mm. similar to coffee uh people describe its intense taste as warm nutty woody and earthy uh, chicory that leaves can be good. eaten raw, though they can be quite bitter. Cooking or blanching can help reduce the bitterness. That does sound yeah. So you'd have like a try. coffee drink with a coffee sugar, <laughs> with like a nutty, woody, earthy yeah. taste. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But that I guess I would good. try that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was basically all all our responses. Yeah, that's awesome. What about us, 
Bryce, what do you, what do you prefer? If I know you're not a big let's put a bunch of flavors in my coffee, yeah, but when but you do, no, have, but when I do, I yeah. definitely go mm-hmm. all out. Like I will try anything usually, okay. but I do have some go tos if I'm not feeling like looking at all the different syrups. Um, one I really liked was oh, caramel's my, one of my go tos. That's mm-hmm. pretty much that. But I also love hazelnut and toffee as well. Gotcha. Um, and then I've tried Grasshopper a few times because there's been a few coffee places I've been to that kind of do the mint and chocolate thing. And sometimes it's good, but sometimes it is just pure mint. And sometimes, like, they don't blend it mm. super well. But, yeah, I mean, caramel and toffees and hazelnuts are usually my go-tos. But I do like I do like that mintiness sometimes. Yeah, mint, sometimes, I think. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Sometimes I drink, like, iced coffee with cream and peppermint. Yeah. Ooh, I peppermint. like that. Yeah. yeah. Holidays, peppermint. peppermint. Yeah. Any Mint is my favorite flavor, like, generally, like, in anything. Like, mint flavor mm. and ice cream. Like, like mint is my favorite, like, That's refreshing. sweet flavor. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I just got a... Like mojitos? I oh. went up to Payson, and they have this fudge place there, and we just got some chocolate mint mm. there or i got chocolate mint fudge because usually there's other flavors that are my go-tos but mm. i got the chocolate mint and i was so happy i did because it was just i forgot how refreshing it is i hadn't yeah. had a mint thing in a long time i love mint yeah mint's great yeah. mint chocolate andy's mints mm. yeah andy's mints or the york the york patties mm. york oh patties. man junior mints. put all those in the yeah. freezer and then just yeah mm. I'm For happy. Sure. I guess we all some love people, mint. Though, yeah, but some <laughs> people are very on the opposite side of the yeah. spectrum where they hate the minty. I, one of my friends always says, like, I don't want it to taste like I've just finished brushing my teeth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get that impulse, but for me, they're two very different tastes. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Isn't, like, toothpaste, like, also cinnamony or no? You is can. There me? is cinnamon toothpaste. I've never understood that, but I, oh, I don't. Yeah. I've never been a let me buy a cinnamon toothpaste kind of guy. <laughs> it's always minty fresh for me. I try to. Mm-hmm. Like hot tamale yeah. toothpaste. Is that a thing? Is <laughs> hot tamales? Do they still sell hot tamales? I haven't yeah. Yeah. had yeah. those in a long time. I used to yeah. love those. I guess it's like big red gum, though, right? Like that's yeah, it's basically yeah. Yeah. yeah, fireball. Or like I just ate a mint flavored Altoid <laughs> or a cinnamon flavored Altoid. So it's... it can throw some fireball into into your coffee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mix the fireball with your toothpaste, and then just <laughs> if you really want to start your day strong. Although that's interesting, though, because there's not really a cinnamon like I will at Starbucks, which is my go-to coffee place. There's not really like a a cinnamon i guess cinnamon dolce lattes but i don't really which is super there's no cinnamon drinks yeah like that's well i went to bergie's one time they have cinnamon Mm. syrup i think cinnamon syrup that's interesting last time i checked they did i like cinnamon like sprinkles of cinnamon in my coffee yeah you know what's really good cinnamon with chocolate sauce really yeah Hmm. if you have like a hot chocolate Add cinnamon and vanilla to it. Or like if you drink soy milk and it's a soy vanilla, do that. Oh. I, I just love it. Maybe it's like a Mexican hot chocolate type of flavor. Okay. It could so, be. Because my mom used to do that all the time. Spicy, we like yeah. make a big pot of just. Or about the tamale. Isn't there like a, it's not chocolate, but like the mole tamales are like, what are, isn't that like a. No, I'm thinking of, there's like sweet tamales, right? Yes. And it's like, is there like a chocolate one? I don't think so. Oh, I remember. Maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking. Well, mole is dessert. like, is it mole? Mole is like, no, it's That's... brown and it looks like chocolatey, but it's it is not. rich. What's mole the flavor is rich. profile in mole? I forgot. Hold on. So I, I used remember. to hate it growing up. A lot of people, I guess their moms. I'm pretty make sure it's it supposed right. to be like a 
dark chocolate kind I, of that's thing. What, uh, maybe I'll that's how my friends yeah. described it to me. Really? Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Because it's supposed to be I'm really rich and kind of desserty. <laughs> that's what Please, I thought. Please, if someone's yeah. out there and knows how to make Mexican food, be my mom for a little <laughs> Just kidding. Um, how do I Google it? Because they don't know what I'm saying. They think I'm talking about a rat. <laughs> a naked mole rat. Okay, so it's a marinade, and it has like what? What's in it? I don't know, guys. Everybody hates me right now. Um, I think it's it. I think it's like hot stuff, like peppers. But mm. let me see. Let me see. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing because yeah, I'm looking at it on Google too, and there's nothing in here that says anything about it being. Yeah, it's like chilies, sweet. all yeah. types of chilies. See, that's yeah. what I thought. That's true. So I was wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. If you know what I'm talking about, write in to broodcombos at gmail dot com and let me know. So you've had a tamale <laughs> with literally like like I thought so. Sugar. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought I, I had, but hmm. maybe I'm making it up. Maybe it was a dream. Um, but uh, <laughs> there is cinnamon in it. Okay. It's like fruit. They contain any fruit, I guess, chili pepper, uh, some sort of a nut, and then bl- and then spices like black pepper, cinnamon, cumin. All right, guys. I think we should go get a refill now. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. So as you guys know, June is Pride Month. We've been celebrating a lot of things lately. And we all just learned that Spongebob, our favorite iconic ca- cartoon, just kidding. I don't know if it's you guys. <laughs> but um, I guess he's gay and it's confirmed. Yeah, so, I saw that article. You guys sent that thoughts? to me. Um, I don't know. When I saw the article, I was just kind of like, did... I don't know. When I see articles like that, I guess I don't see it's necessary for confirmations. Like, for me, it doesn't change the character. It doesn't really add anything for me personally. But I'm also not a part of the community. So maybe it's more powerful to other people than it is to me. Yeah, Um, for sure. sure, Which which makes sense. It's like the whole representation conversation like people uh-huh. want to see themselves represented in yeah in media and in and in these things so i think a lot of people see that whole like not con- not confirming it is sort of like a a cop-out for certain uh, a it lot of these could like, be big, or isn't but yeah, they exactly. won't commit one we way or another commit, yeah so yeah. i think a lot of people see that as like a cop-out so i think when you have characters like this who are quote-unquote confirmed uh, which we, st- I don't know how they confirmed this, but you know, we, we I guess yeah. we can maybe talk about that. But yeah. it's just like it's sort of it's it's it must feel nice for people within that community to be like, wow, okay, this character. I did grow I'm up with this kind of a character, yeah. and mm-hmm. they're represented. Exactly. That yeah, that's really cool. Sure. Personally, I think the only ones that count is the first SpongeBob SquarePants movie and the first three seasons, which is when <laughs> have a SpongeBob um, aficionado the here. Creator, the creator Steven Hillenberg. Yeah. Hillenberg. He mm-hmm. um that's when he was like running it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And Adonis looked it up and uh-huh. he found that um he had been asked if yeah, like in two thousand five he did a, a inter- he did an mm-hmm. interview and he said that he never saw SpongeBob and Patrick. I'm paraphrasing, sorry. He never saw SpongeBob and Patrick as being sexual, period. He saw them as being almost asexual. Which I feel like that's kind of how I saw them too, but 
Yeah, I never, I never watched an episode of SpongeBob and thought, hmm, who is he sexually attracted to? Like that thought mm-hmm. never crossed my mind. Like watching SpongeBob, yeah, I always thought that maybe him and Sandy had a little bit of a romance going on, but you know, there was never any evidence <laughs> to that. But I just thought, you know, maybe he just admired her. Yeah, they're just friends. Just like, well, yeah. and the same Friendship. thing could be said for him and Patrick. Like, I don't know if this news immediately verifies a relationship between him and Patrick. I don't see that. I just thought they were friends. So, I, But yeah. I think a lot of people are jumping to that conclusion. And I don't necessarily think that that's a true thing. Um, mm-hmm. But we've seen that before. Like, you know, um, when uh, J.K. Rowling uh, outed Dumbledore <laughs> right after oh, the yeah. Harry Potter series had ended, and people immediately assumed that you know that meant uh, he was in a relationship with Grindelwald. I know this is super nerdy for any of you out there who don't listen to or watch or read Harry Potter, but um, yeah, that there was never a relationship in the books. Like he was never like you know you know n- nothing right. ever came of it in the books just like in SpongeBob there's never been anything about SpongeBob sexuality in the show but it's mm-hmm. just like bring or out or you know confirming that he's a gay character is something that exists in the world i guess yeah, yeah. Canon, i think the but. same way you can come up with theories about what happens to characters sure. like when you're not seeing them or or reading about them that there's things that go on behind the scenes mm-hmm. and um and obviously like love is one of them absolutely so yeah. people mm-hmm. can theorize but um speaking of cartoon characters do you guys have any like fictional favorite um like gay or bisexual characters yeah, I do for sure. Uh, so I've been rewatching HBO's The Wire recently, and there's a character named Omar in that show who is like one of the most badass characters in the history of television, in my opinion. And he's this guy who who goes around and he robs drug dealers. So if you don't know about The Wire, The Wire is a show based in Baltimore, and it's about uh, the, it's like a police, the police and the people who are selling drugs. They're on both ends of the spectrum, obviously, and you get an in-depth look on both of those worlds. And uh, so that's what the show is about um, for the most part. And the character Omar uh, is sort of like an in-between because he's not selling drugs. He goes around and he robs drug dealers and Mm. he's like he becomes this infamous character on the show. Um, And to the point where like he does he's like he whistles and that's how you know that he's coming. And all the drug dealers on the street like start to scatter because they're afraid of him. And he carries a sawed off shotgun and he's a super badass character. And um, how does this show? uh, The Wire premiered in 2004. Uh, Yeah, 2004. And it ran until 2008. Um but yeah, anyway, so he was—he's a super iconic badass character, and he's been like gay since the beginning. And that was one of the things that the other characters in the show had an issue with was the fact that he was gay, and he was like they didn't want to be, you know, afraid of a gay guy. But he was very openly gay from the beginning, oh. and he never hid his sexuality. And he was very like—he is just like one of the most iconic characters, period, in my opinion. Yeah. So he's definitely because he kind of for me he kind of like crushed that stereotype of like yeah. you know that 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 unfair stereotype that people equate you know being homosexual to being like less than or or soft I guess you know like you can be a hardcore gangster and just prefer men over women sexually. There's nothing yeah, wrong with course. that. So um. <laughs> that's yeah that's that's like a the another representation type Absolutely. of thing like that's yeah. Awesome. So he would be my favorite fictional character who just happens to be gay. I love Harley Quinn and um, Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know if it's like a hundred percent like true, but I've seen it like, is. It's been confirmed in certain okay. storylines and certain canons of the of the comic and and stuff. So yeah, I love soft girl on girl love. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, we know what Jen search history. Looks like. Wow. <laughs> What about you, Bryce? <laughs> uh, you know, I kept trying to think of just characters in general because it's like one of those. It's one of those things where like you you read or you watch something and you think, oh, these characters are awesome, or yeah. you know things about characters. But then when you get asked a question that's very specific, all of a sudden your mind doesn't you <laughs> just blank out on everything. Sure. Um, so I kept trying to think of things, and um, I don't know if I've uh, found a favorite. But I really loved watching the show Archer, okay. and Ray was hilarious. And <laughs> I loved, um, I just loved his character. He was always just funny, and him and Archer were always getting in dumb arguments. <laughs> and he's he's one of my favorites to watch because he can be a badass at times, and then he calls people out all the time. Yeah, and then, but he always gets the shit end of the stick, but he keeps <laughs> going anyway. So that was that was the only thing I could really think of that wasn't. There's was a couple other characters I thought of too, but they were just like your basics, like oh, Deadpool, okay. and then unconfirmed Elsa. Basically, is Deadpool gay? I love that Deadpool's like pansexual. Yeah, that oh. was that's what it is. That's what it is. Is that he's okay. canon? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is canon. He's either pan or oh, what was the other word that was used for him? Um, I can't remember. I can't I remember mean, what the other one was. Bye, I guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I don't read Deadpool comics. I just know him from the movie, and I know the whole purpose of the first movie was. I mean, you know, just because he had a girlfriend doesn't mean he can't be. Uh huh. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but like his love for his, his yeah, girlfriend was yeah. the whole driving force of that first movie. Yeah. Movie, so that's that's my only exposure to Deadpool. I don't. I don't, I'm not a particular. Yeah, I didn't watch the second one either, but I like saw things yeah. online. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna have a different answer once my gears actually start grinding <laughs> a little bit better. Put a pin in it, I guess. Yeah, so, uh, and I'll make sure I post about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I think we're gonna go get a refill. Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right, so I've been hearing some news go around on social media, but I'm not too aware of it. Uh, Donis, I know that you kind of looked it up. Can you kind of give us the info of what's happening right now? Uh, yeah, for sure. So there have been two pretty big developments uh, concerning LGBT rights that have come out recently. So uh, I think it's a good idea to start with the, the good news first. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, in a landmark case, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the LGBT movement, extending laws against discrimination that were originally established by the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Uh, those mm -hmm. rights will now include uh, rights of sexual orientation and gender identity. So from this day forward uh an employer who fires an individual merely for being gay or transgender uh defies the law so a little bit of a breakdown of this so in 1964 uh the 1964 the 1964 ruling uh barred employment discrimination based on race 
religion, national origin, and sex. So the Supreme Court had to decide whether the, quote, sex part of that law included sexual orientation and gender identity, uh, which it officially did. Uh, So the votes were six of the justices were uh, four, including sexual orientation and gender identity into law, and three of them voted against it. So we'll get into talking about uh, the three that dissented in a minute, but this is a big deal, you know, and it's awesome, but it's also a little bit crazy for me because according to a, a New York Times article that I read, it said that more than half of the states in the country up until this point could have legally fired someone terminated their employment and not have to give any other reason other than sexual uh, orientation or gender identity. They could have literally been fired because they were gay or transgender and there's nothing the law could have done to fight that. Isn't that nuts? Like it's 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't even know that that was legally allowed. I feel like I have a... faith in people thinking that maybe they wouldn't be something that would be common anyways but it's just scary that that would be in someone's head that they could get married their employer find out and not be okay with it and be like okay leave yeah you know? yeah it's crazy especially when you think of like the southern states and i don't mean to like throw them under the bus or anything but when you when you have the southern states and they're so big on their quote family values and moral values and if i'm working for a company and they're like they didn't know i was gay and then they find out that i'm gay and they can all they have to say is well it goes against the moral values of the company so we're gonna have to let you yeah and they might not even face backlash because of the location i feel like most states though like that that would be suicide for the company to say we fired someone because they were gay Mm -hmm. you know like who's gonna patronize that business but I think in some areas of the country, you could get away with it. And it's just, it blows my mind that that was a thing. Do you think that um, places could could still get away with discrimination by saying that they could fire you at any time? Um, for example, I had to just sign something recently that said that any of us could get fired at any time with no reason. Have you ever, uh, like, dealt with So, like Arizona's a right-to-work state still, I believe, right? I believe so, yeah. So, that's that's why. But even with uh, that, even though, like, so technically, so what a right-to-work state means is basically saying that they don't have to give reason for firing you. However, mm-hmm. if I got fired and I thought it was for discriminatory, discriminatory reasons... I you could still bring that I up. I could bring that up in court. I could sue the company for doing it. Because it's a federal law that you can't do exactly. that. Exactly. So, okay. But a lot of places, uh, I don't want to throw any companies under the bus, but uh, a few places that I've worked for, actually, uh, they sort of force the employees to sign a document that protects them from lawsuits like that. So uh, there's an agreement to arbitrate, which means that if uh, there was some kind of legal discrepancy, uh, it would go to an arbitrator, not to an actual court of law. So companies, especially oh. big companies, are they know their legal, you know, uh, legalese so they can get away with stuff like that. Um, but now it's a federal law that they can't discriminate based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, so, I, yeah, the, the, the big deal with this was that it was more about the, the phrasing of the law that was already in place 
over the actual law itself. So it was like they were interpreting the law in a way or they had to decide if they could interpret the law this way. So Right. Because um, it said like that you can't be discriminated against for race and sex, but it didn't mm-hmm. clarify anything like, you know, yeah. sexual orientation or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah, left a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So that's what so the three people uh three uh justices, Supreme Court justices that dissented mm-hmm. Uh, were Judge uh, Samuel Alito Jr., uh, Clarence Thomas, and uh, Brett Kavanaugh. So uh, um, in a joint statement, Justice Justice Clarence Thomas and Justin Samuel A. Alito stated, and I'm just going to quote exactly from the article here. uh, They said, quote, there is only one word for what the court has done today, legislation. Uh, Justice Alito wrote the quote, the document. Uh, that the court releases is in the form of a judicial opinion interpreting interpreting a statute, but that's deceptive. A more brazen abuse for our authority to interpret statutes is hard to recall, he wrote. The court tries to convince readers that it's merely enforcing the terms of the statute, but that's preposterous. Uh, the common understanding of sex discrimination in 1964 was biased against women or men and did not encompass discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. If Congress wants to res- wants to protect gay and transgender workers, he wrote, it could pass a it could pass a new law. Discrimination because of sex was not understood as having anything to do with discrimination because of sexual orientation or transgender status in 1964. Any such notion would have clashed in spectacular fashion with the societal norms of the day. Um, so that's what he had to say about it. He thought that they were misinterpreting the law, basically. Um, hmm. Do you guys think that's a valid argument or is he just reaching because he lost? <laughs> uh, I reaching like because it. he lost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because when do when do we vote for supreme people? Do uh, we vote for them? No, we don't. Supreme Court justices oh, we are vote for uh, Senate and House of Representatives, right? Yeah, we vote the president. The sitting president oh, appoints Supreme Court justices, but they have to be confirmed. That's why there was all that uh, drama when all the the accusations about Trump's latest appointee, Brett Kavanaugh, came out a few years ago. Uh, there was a bunch of allegations of sexual assault against him. Um, but obviously, oh he was still confirmed, and he is the newest Supreme Court justice. And you serve for life when you're on the Supreme Court. You only, uh, oh, you're there until you I, die. Yeah, I didn't. That's such a crazy way to state that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess the the big point there is he's trying to say, like you know, when they said. You can't be discriminated against for sex in 1964. They didn't mean sexual orientation because it wasn't even a thing in those days. You know, like that wasn't even a a part of the conversation back in 1964. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But um, so speaking of Brett Kavanaugh, he had this to say. Uh, He said courts must follow ordinary meaning not literal meaning um adding that the ordinary meaning of quote because of sex does not cover discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity 
Uh, he said, Seneca Falls was not Stonewall. The women's rights movement was not and is not the gay rights movement, although many people obviously support or participate in both. So to think that sexual orientation discrimination is just a form of sex discrimination is not just a mistake of language and psychology, but also a mistake of history and sociology. Okay, <laughs> so, so then, then if he thought that way, then he would come up with an, uh, something else, and but he just doesn't want to. Does that make sense? Like he would come up with another. Act True. Or no, yeah, but it is. That. It's not. Yeah, it's not the uh, responsibility of the Supreme Court to create laws. They just enforce them and interpret them so he's basically saying that if they're you know women's rights and gay rights aren't the same movement which i don't think anybody's going to argue that they are the same movement they're both separate Mm -hmm. but i think that he's saying that's what sex means when they when they say that is 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 for yeah you can't discriminate against women it's for given gender not gender identity yeah oh right he's ugly <laughs> um so yeah i don't so, know i mean if that's a genuine if that's a genuine statement i can understand like because there is like societal norms and what's being talked about at certain times sure. so if it's a genuine statement sure i don't know enough about the guy i haven't done my research on people um so i don't like know his background or anything if it's a genuine statement i get it if it's not which I'm obviously super skeptical because I don't know enough about politics, so I just judge them all. Yeah. Uh, then I think it's bullshit. So you're saying, like, if he was being genuine, that could be a valid. If he was argument. being genuine, I I do. Yeah, I think I think it would be valid because if you're arguing for one thing at one period of time, where there's different movements happening, and then later on, a couple decades later, a movement's happening again, and you need to reinterpret that then i mean things a lot of things change yeah that's but true i heard i heard that a majority of the supreme court people are conservative but that um but that uh sorry i lost my thought oh that they look at the text and they they have to interpret that and yeah. what it means now which kind of goes against what he's saying right so that's the thing like he's he's saying all three of the justices who's who dissented are basically saying they're not they're not disagreeing with this because they think it's uh wrong they're saying that the law like that is not how that the civil rights act of 1964 should be interpreted they're disagreeing that sex includes sexual orientation and gender identity so you had six of them mm-hmm. that said they did think that it included those things, and you had three of them who were against that. So I, I guess if you want to play uh, You know, I, I guess I... No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I for some reason, I was not registering this as dissenting opinions. Obviously, they voted against, but for some reason, I was just thinking that they were just talking about how people could mistake i don't know what i was thinking to be honest <laughs> but yeah i don't think they could be on the other side of it now right now there shouldn't be a dissenting opinion on it yeah i but, mean i guess you could still disagree with the fact that 
you could still say like Kavanaugh said, like he still thinks it was misinterpreted. He still thinks this uh, sort of ruling misinterprets the law, but he has to, you know, accept it. There's no. So is he saying like a whole new law should be created? Yeah, exactly. Or should That's it, what like, the three of them are saying. Like you, I got gotcha. you. You can't. They don't all fall underneath the same umbrella. Gay rights and uh, like sexual orientation rights and gender identity rights need their own umbrella. Like they need to be protected in a separate, uh, you know, law, not under underneath this. Mm. Do you think people are mad that they just ex- extended it in a way or just added on to something that already existed? Or do you think it kind of makes it easier and kind of makes it like, well, yeah, that should have been done already. Like, I feel like it streamlines the process. Like it's if they were, it sounds to me like they just wanted to keep going round in loops and going through red tape Mm -hmm. to make something happen that should happen now. And then if they went through all that red tape, it could take who knows how many years to make that happen. So I feel like the extension, I don't think the umbrella effect loses i don't think it loses its effect by being an extension versus by being its own law it's like a small so, victory now I, setting up a, yeah, a, a bigger victory so. yeah they're they're arguing semantics and making something mm-hmm. wanting to make something last longer that shouldn't yeah. and doesn't need to last longer so yeah when uh the original title seven was created was it just saying like getting fired or getting hired too and getting or how you were treated at work i think discriminate if you're if you're getting discriminated against at work you would have to be an employee of the company and i think that if you're still in the interview process i don't know if that qualifies as being i think that's a different i would say it's a different law different extension yeah. He also Do you guys said, know if there's any laws against like when people are hired? Well, I have seen some. Like when I apply for places, it says like we don't discriminate against equal opportunity employers. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that. yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, I forgot what I was gonna say again. Sorry. Go on. No, you're good. Uh, there was just one more point uh, that I I'm... wanted to bring up. Oh, go ahead, Bryce. Before mm-hmm. we get to that, I was gonna say. That, I mean, there are. Um, I mean, there are laws that protect that discrimination during hiring, yeah. but then there's also businesses that are allowed to discriminate based off of what their business model is. Like, yeah. you know, you have these, uh, I mean, a perfect example is you have, I think there might even be male ones now, but you have these bikini baristas that showed up when I was l- living in Washington. It blew my mind <laughs> that these things existed. And, bikini, uh, and you have that. So they're not going to... Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, there's a bunch of different bikini baristas, basically, I think. Um, but, I mean, they're not going to hire males. Yeah. They're just going to hire women who are willing to wear bikinis while at work. Yeah. So, I'm kind of sad that that's the first example that came to my mind. <laughs> it's not like I, like, frequented these places. It's just I wish I had other examples. That's just the one that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair point, though. Like, you look at places like Hooters, you know? How many? If you're a server, yeah. a male server, and you go to apply at Hooters, what are the what's the likelihood that you're going to get a job there? Probably not very high. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, the last thing I wanted to bring up about this and the guys who were uh, not in favor of it was that Alito also said that 
The majority left open questions about access to restrooms and locker rooms. He said, quote, for women who have been victimized by sexual assault or abuse, the experience of seeing an unclothed person with the, anatom with the anatomy of a male in a confined and sensitive location, such as a bathroom or locker room, can cause serious psychological harm. Uh, he said what? that he said that the majority did not address also how this ruling would affect sports, college housing, religious employers, healthcare, or free speech. So he's pretty. Yeah, pissed I mean those are all really went. big things. Yeah, um, <laughs> and again, he's he's just bringing up that none of this was addressed in the passing of this bill. So we're going to see, he's saying that there's a potential for a lot of fallout that no one seemed to have the foresight to look into. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see that. Those are all massive topics, yeah. like really important topics. The whole bathroom thing. I don't know about that. To me, bathrooms, a bathroom, like, you know, just be open enough to explain to your kid, like what happened, like if, something happens but yeah. so i mean no one should be that. wandering around naked in yeah, who walks around naked in, the in the bathroom, bathroom. Like, that's not a normal thing so but they don't care about like when customers make you so sad that you start crying in the back you know what i mean they don't care about that like they're just trying to make up things like scenarios that wouldn't even happen what are you talking about like in employers won't protect you against other things so why are they inventing something that well no this is i mean it's is definitely not, a hypothetical not, i i don't yeah. think this has to do with necessarily like like protecting employees i think he was just making a more broad statement about people feeling safe yeah there's gonna be other cameras. there's gonna be way more to talk about with transgender laws and everything and all the the rights being passed because mm -hmm. i mean sports has already been being talked about for years now yeah. it's like how do you measure that there was one uh podcast i listened to i don't remember who it was or what article i read but it basically uh had some top female nba player mm -hmm. and she uh like top top of her game she's like at the top of the boards everything she's fantastic i wish i knew names i'm so bad with sports and politics <laughs> um but <laughs> top of the list and she's being talked about and she uh, she they were comparing they were talking about how would she ever want to play in like the male sports league in mm -hmm. in, in the male nba and she said no like i wouldn't stand a chance mm -hmm. like I, I just that's just not how I, I wish I wasn't paraphrasing so much, but please look up the article that I'm talking about. But she said basically that there's I wouldn't stand a chance against the top male mm -hmm. NBA players, not because I'm not good, but because of just physical attributes, just sure. because of basic yeah. uh, biology, the way we're made. So and there's a, that gets used a lot. That article gets used a lot in defenses for sports and playing and like co-ed sports and things like that. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason there's a split. So when you have transgender come into the mix, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have these laws that discriminate, but then you can't discriminate, but then where's the line being drawn? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's just one piece. That's just a sports piece. And it is an important argument. And then imagine just co-ed dorms and all these other things they brought up.
Like, yeah. There's going to be so much dissecting and so much figuring out. Yeah, I think it came down to like a balance, though. You know, they were like, well, we could we have all of these hypothetical scenarios that may come up that probably will come up at some point in the future. But on the other side of the uh, of the argument, there are people who are literally getting fired because of their sexuality or their gender identity. Yeah, so exactly. we have to figure out a balance in between. And right now, I, I think the thought process was take let's care deal of the with people the, now. Yeah, let's deal with what's yeah. actually going on and deal with the hypothetical situations later if they come up, you know, and cross the bridges as they come. Exactly. Um, so I think that's what it really comes down to. So I also wanted to talk about. So obviously, social media is a thing. And there are people who are uh, who agree with the passing of this of this ruling, and there are people who disagree with it. What I don't understand is why people care so much. So, why does it matter if the people who are being discriminated against suddenly come up on some new rights and some new freedoms? Like that does not affect your freedom. It's not like all of a sudden exactly. because. Because I'm mm-hmm. not, because a gay person isn't able to get discriminated against, you're gonna start to get discriminated against more. That like what is there's enough freedom for everybody. I just don't understand the mindset of if it doesn't affect you, why do you care so much? I do, I just can't yeah. understand that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind. <laughs> so I'm just like, please stop talking because it doesn't affect you. your rights are not going to change because someone else gets more rights like i just don't get it i don't get it um so anyway it's insane yeah that's the good news so great job supreme court six to three landmark victory this will go down in history i think i speak for us all when i say we are very proud of the supreme court for making that decision and uh hell yeah yeah we are looking forward to a more free, more fair America. Um, so on the opposite side of that conversation, uh, there was some bad news that came about. Uh, the Trump administration uh, has officially pushed through a new regulation regarding rights for transgender people and their access to health care and insurance coverage. So in 2010, the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, was established and it granted civil rights protections in health care barring discrimination based on race, color, national origin, sex, age, or disability in, quote, any health program or activity uh, that receives federal uh, financial assistance. So at the time, very similar to the conversation we just had, uh, the, quote, sex portion of that law was interpreted to include gender identity. So enter the Trump administration. And they stated that they were undergoing a, quote, housekeeping housekeeping effort uh to update the books to reflect legal reality and that sex discrimination language does not explicitly refer to the legal status of transgender people so again we're back in the arena of that interpretation of the law and using it as a means to exclude people from their rights and uh sort of in contrast to what we were just talking about now it's being used to strip away rights from people who need them so this is crazy you so, know yeah they did the same yeah. thing except took away something exactly what was the purpose yeah. of this though like why why now why at all first of all yeah. and then why now and then why 
there's so many other things to be focusing on, and this is a thing that occurs. Yeah. So I don't. So the guy Severino, I, I forget his first name, but he basically said he literally said it was housekeeping that they were cleaning up the bill to to make it more clear and concise. So like there was less room for interpretation. They were just trying to make it more compact and tight. And I was like, but why? Who was who was asking for that? Like who was yeah. asking for a more a more <laughs> like if that means less people get health care. Why would you want to do that? I feel like if you're going to do something like that, one, just don't do it. But two, <laughs> if you're going to do something like that, time it at the same time, like create a bill alongside of it. So when you house clean it and you, you, you figure out what's going on, come out with another bill right alongside of it that takes care of all the missing spots, exactly. takes care of all the exclusions yeah, yeah. And, and all those people. Like why can't you do it at the same time? or time it better or even think about creating another bill yeah. to because <laughs> coincide with that i don't know because that's not what this was about this wasn't about housekeeping this is about discrimination yeah. this is about taking rights away from people that's all it's about that's fucking it's about stupid bigotry. it's disgusting so what exactly does it does it allow so for people uh, it basically gives uh healthcare professionals the ability to uh turn away people if they need uh healthcare. Oh, okay. So right, right. they can they don't they can just say morally or religious on on religious grounds I I don't want to accept you as a patient, you know. Oh heck no. Um and uh, apparently the other side was saying that doctors were being uh coerced into reassignment surgeries that should be handled by uh specialists. And I I want it to be like can where I <laughs> who went to a doctor and was Can like I? hey i want you to do a reassignment surgery the doctor said i'm not comfortable with that and the person was like no you are going to do my reassignment surgery <laughs> like if a doctor says he's not comfortable you're going to be like peace like i'm not going to go <laughs> to someone who's not comfortable doing this like why would i want you to do it if you're not comfortable doing it it's a big deal i don't know this is all crazy yeah. it's just we pass these things and we make some steps forward it feels like and then Jeez. we get shoved back decades like to the beginning of everything <laughs> i don't understand it either jen what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say that i've heard stories where it does seem that some doctors um kind of deny service to some people yeah and um someone's wife um like that died from I'm not entirely sure from what but she had complaints about um, doctors basically not giving her the care that she deserved mm -hmm. and I think it was wasn't it P Diddy's wife or ex-wife I'm not sure I'm not like too big uh, I don't know much about him but I thought that <laughs> was his wife yeah, I'm not familiar with what with, with that story, but she was basically saying that people wouldn't take her because of her race or or what or what was the issue? Yeah, she had some problems and um like I guess people knew that she had made those complaints before and oh, then okay. she's she ended up dying, so oh, they kind damn. of pieced that together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> And I mean, Bryce, when we were talking about this a few days ago, you had said, like, I think it was you that said, like, this goes against, you know, their oath, the doctor's oath to do no harm. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's your first. That's yeah, the first that... thing that you agree to. 
Yeah, that blows my mind. That's so funny. I called him P Diddy when his name is Diddy. He changes it so often, you know. I don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> Uh, so in addition to taking away rights from transgender people, it also uh, eliminates anti-discrimination protections for patients with a history of pregnancy termination. So using that same argument, if, if uh, you know, I'm a woman who had an abortion and I go to a doctor to get treatment, he can say that oh, based on your history, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to help you because I don't agree with what you did morally. I just, that, that blows my mind. I didn't know, I need to research this doctor's oath because I didn't think that that was allowed. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that does come back to the, I guess, comfortable, uncomfortable. Like if you, if your doctor is uncomfortable doing this, you don't want that yeah. doctor anyway. Yeah. I think, but I think for the doctor just to, that's, but then that puts the choice back into the patient's hands. Yeah. Whereas this is the choice on the doctor's hands. Yeah. And he's, he or she is saying no. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's crazy to me. All right, guys. Uh, so with that being said, we are going to go grab one last refill of coffee. And we will come back with our recommendations in this week's Brewer's Choice. Welcome back. We are here to give you suggestions now. This is called B -b 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 Brewer's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> that was magic. I love that. Um, I'm going to just jump in. I'm going to recommend um, HBO Max's Legendary. Oh. It's like a competition show. Okay, I was wondering what that is because I remember I've looked at it several times and I've looked at the synopsis, mm. but it doesn't tell me anything. So I didn't know what it was at it's all. It's a competition show about surrounding what? Like, um, what are they competing against? Was like They're competing for money. But they're like just showing off their cool fashion or, fashion or dancing or modeling. Like it's just like. It's like America's Got Talent type of thing. Um, Kind or, of. I don't think they sing. It's called Ballroom Hall of Famer. I mean, ballroom. <laughs> it's like a ballroom something. I actually don't really know too much about the whole terminology oh. of that. Hmm. Um. But it's the world's shadiest circus buzz. Oh wait, that's a whole. That's just one episode. I I walked into this conversation not knowing what the show is about, and I'm walking out having no idea. It's just a fun time. Megan the Stallion's a Megan the Stallion. Now we get down to it. Now we get down to it. Jamila Jam. What's her name? You know that one girl, Jamila. She's like this activist online, Jamila Jamil. I do not know. Oh my gosh, you guys! I'm don't not know online, that? man. I'm not oh. online as we're not. We're not online as much as I'm you are. I'm pretty sure she's famous for other things too. Oh. But she's a host on it, like it's her show or something. Oh, I don't know. And not a host, a judge. Gotcha. That's what I meant. Megan The Stallion is a judge too, not host. Sorry. Is there a host? Yes, I don't know who it is. Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> I'll go next. And I am, as, as cliche as it sounds, I am going to recommend a movie called Love, Simon that came out a couple years ago. Just because I thought that, you know, a lot of the times when you're watching movies about, uh, like, LGBT uh, issues and that, that world, they can be sad and they can be dark and they can make you want to cry. But Love, Simon is, like, 
it's just a. Uh, it is. It does have those sad moments, but it's also very funny. It's also mm-hmm. very like teen drama y, which is fun, you know, to have it. Uh, you know, have a movie about these issues without it being super serious, super dark. You know, it's it's yeah. fun to just be fun sometimes. Yeah, that was a good. That's and a good and one. I thought it was really good, and it was fun, and it made me cry, sad and happy oh, tears. You cried. I did. They have iced coffee every day. Those kids. Yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> really? Oh, it's a good movie. I they think you like it. it for sure. It's I'll a fun movie. It it's a fun movie. Uh, my recommendation is a book uh, by David Levithan. I'm actually not sure oh, how to Leviathan. pronounce his. Yeah. No, because there's no A oh. after the I. So I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry, David Levithan. <laughs> uh, but the book is called Every Day. And it is a young adult uh, fiction and romance novel, and is about this person A, who wakes up in a different body each day. Isn't that a movie? Every day. I think they were going to make a movie. Nope, there's a movie. Oh, they did make a movie on yeah. it. When did that come out? Uh, like a year or two ago. Oh, I would watch that. It was okay. Ooh, I want to see yeah. it. Well, I really like the book, and it's basically about this person A who, uh, one day wakes up in the body of a guy named Justin, and he's having relationship problems with somebody. Uh, with a girl named Rhiannon, and A feels a connection with Rhiannon, and every and then after that day, even though she's waking up in different bodies, she is trying to keep that connection going, and rekindle it, and teach Rhiannon that it was A that Rhiannon was talking to that day that they opened up to each other, not Justin, and it's just about how connections are about the person not uh not a gender not a sex not anything it's just a, it's a feeling it's uh it's a feeling so yeah it was a really powerful book it was a really interesting concept and it was a really cool young teen love story and i think i've mentioned my thoughts on how i feel about young adult stuff before maybe not on the podcast maybe it was off record but usually like young adult novels or shows i usually don't get into a whole lot but this was a really really well written good mm. novel that i enjoyed so nice. definitely check that out. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, that is going to do it for us this week, guys. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send those emails into uh, broodconvos at gmail.com. B-R-E-W-E-D-C-O-N-V-O-S. Convos at gmail.com. And you can also check out our Instagram for pictures, our Facebook for post you know brood podcast and don't forget twitter at brood convos thank you guys and we will see you next time until then i'm adonis i'm bryce and i'm jen Bye. Bye. as you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself You will always be in control of your destiny. Brood Podcast is recorded in Chandler, Arizona. Our producers are Bryce Gonzalez, Jennifer Montez, and Adonis Ship. Our intro music is Easy, produced by CJ Beats. Our outro music is Destiny, produced by James Berkeley. Our social media managers are Bryce Gonzalez and Jennifer Montez. Our editor is Adonis Schiff.